Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 23 of Season 1. My name is Pastor Ron Weaver. I am your host. We're going to be listening to a couple worship songs today, and then we're going to get back into our Bible study of the book of Job, chapters 27 and 28. We'll be right back after this, after these songs. Thank you. 
Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast. And let me tell you something, Saints. Those two songs gets us in the mood. We need to, we need to surrender and give to God that, that He saves. And let me tell you something, Saints. We also need to understand that Jesus is there for us. And He can make those chains of life that are holding us back, that the devil tries to put on us, he can fix them for us, and he can make those chains fall. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to be starting our podcast now. And we're going to look at two chapters today. We're going to look at chapter 27 and chapter 28. And I have one thought on each. And we're going to take, read each chapter separately. So if you got your Bibles with you, I'd like you to go to the book of Job. Book of Job. Chapter number 27. The book of Job, chapter number 27. And it says, Moreover, moreover, Job continued his parable and said, As God liveth, who has taken away my judgment? And the Almighty, who has backed my soul? All the while my breath is in me, and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. My lips shall not speak wickedness, nor my tongue other deceit. But God forbid that I should justify you, till I die. I will not remove my integrity from me. My righteousness I hold fast, and I will not let go. My heart shall not be reproached me so long as I live. Let my enemies be as the wicked, and let them rise up against me as the unrighteous. For what is the hope of the hypocrite? Though has gained when God takes away his soul. Will God hear my cry when trouble comes upon him? Will he delight himself in the Almighty? Will he always call upon God? I would teach you by the hand, God, that which is with the Almighty where I conceal. Behold, all ye yourselves have seen it. Why then are ye thus altogether all, all, all vain? This is the portion of the wicked man with God, and the heritage of the oppressor, which they shall receive of the Almighty. If the children be multiplied, it is for the sword, and his offspring shall be as satisfied with bread. Those the remains of him be buried in death, and his widow shall not weep. Though he heaps up silver as the dust, and prepares the remnant as the clay. He may prepare it, but the just shall put it on, and the innocent shall divide the silver. He buildeth his house as a moth, as a booth, as a keeper maketh. The rich man shall lie down, but he shall not gather. He opens his eyes and is not. Terror takes hold of him 
as water tempteth sealeth him away in the night. The east winds carry him away in the departs as the storms hurtle him out of his place. For God shall cast upon him and not spare. He would faint, faint flee out of the hands. Men shall clap their hands at him and shall hiss him out of his place. Here we have a situation now. Job, and he's already said this a few chapters ago. He's basically telling him here, I am not going to break. I feel that I didn't do nothing wrong. I feel I'm living the way God wants me to live. I live the way the Bible tells me. I sacrifice to ask forgiveness for my sins. And he's not saying this word from word from Batum in this thing, but that's what he's meaning. And I'm not going to break under the attack of you guys, miserable comforters. <coughs> he says, you guys are not going to change me, basically. You might as well give up. I feel that I didn't sin. I feel that I'm living for God. I feel that I'm doing this and that right. But it's up to God to choose my faith. And yes, because of all this stuff that I'm going on in my life, I might feel that I'm ready for God to take me. But let me tell you something, saints, my friends, he's saying here, and my, and my friends listening by this podcast, he's saying here, I want my case. I want my case heard before the Lord and not you three. And you know what? That is a good thought there. Because if we have our cases or our trials in the hands of someone else besides God, we're going to be condemned. Because basically Job's three closest friends here that came to mourn with him are condemning him. But we did find out from the last chap last two chapters that Bildad is slowing up on what he's saying and wondering why Job hasn't broken yet. So he might be coming around to Job's point of view. Because let me tell you something, saints. If a person is lying and the same story comes out over and over and over and over and over and over with no change, odds are they're telling the truth. And that's what Job is declaring here. Your attacks are miserable, of the you miserable comforters are not going to win. All right? That's basically what he's telling us here. Your attacks, you miserable comforters, are not going to win. That's why we got to realize we need to go to God. We need to talk to our friends too. But your friends need to 
<clears throat> realize, excuse me, I'm having trouble with my allergies today. We need to be prayed up before we go help anybody. All right? Especially, especially making sure we have the planks out of our own eyes before we accuse people of having planks in their eyes. And Jesus said that to us. He also said to us, when the lady was being chased, was caught in adultery, sleeping with another man, and they brung him before Jesus so Jesus can stone them, stone her. And Jesus says, well, that's what we're supposed to do, but who here can cast the first stone or appear enough to cast the first stone? They all walked away because God made them look that they got things in their life too. And that's what Job's friends have to realize. And that's what we have to realize. That we all fall short of the glory of God. And we all need help. And we all need help. In God saving us. And we all have to remember. Before we go take the plunk of someone else's eye. Gotta make sure our eye is plunked out. And Job does that. Okay. Now. Let's go to verse let's go to chapter twenty-eight and and read and see what this is gonna tell us. And it says in verse one, surely there is a vein or the silver and a place of gold where they find it. Iron is taken out of the earth, and brass is molten out of the stone. He setteth an end to darkness, and searcheth out all perfection and stones of darkness. And the shadow of the death, the flood breaketh out, out from the inhabitants. Even the waters forgotten of the foot, they are dried up, they are gone away from men. As for the earth, out of it cometh bread, and under it turns up as it were fire. The stones... Of it are placed in sapphire and hunter, and its head dust of gold. There is a path which no fowl knows, which the vulture eyes have not seen. The lion whelps have not trodden it, nor the fierest lion passed by it. He putteth forth his hand upon the rock. He overturns the mountains by the roots. He Cutteth out rivers among the rocks, and his eyes sees every precious thing. <clears throat> he binds the binds the floods from overflowing, and the things that is hid brings he forth the light. But there shall wisdom be found, and there is a place of understanding. Man knows not the price thereof, neither is it found in the land of the living. In the depth says it's not in me, and in the sea says it's not with me. I can be gotten for gold, neither silver, silver be weighed 
for the price thereof. I cannot be valued with gold or opera and precious onyx or sapphires. The gold of the crystal cannot equal it. And exchange for it shall be the jewels of fine gold. No mention shall be made of coal or of pearls. For the price of wisdom is above rubies. And topaz of Ethiopia shall not equal it. Neither shall value with pure gold. When then cometh wisdom, and where is place understanding? See, it is hid from the eyes of all living, and kept closed from the fowl of the air. Destruction, and dearleth say, we have heard the fame thereof with our ears. God understandeth the ways thereof, and knoweth the place thereof. For he looketh at the ends of the earth, and seeth under the whole heavens, to make the weight for the winds, and the weight of the waters by measure. When he made a decree, for the rain, and a way of the lightning of thunder. Then did he see it, and clear it, and prepare it. Yea, he searched it out. And unto men he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Basically, this is a beautiful poem about God as creator. Beautiful poem as God as our creator. And it basically says here, it basically says here that God knows every path, God knows every rock, God knows every braid of glass, grass. God knows every car that was made. God knows every human was made. God knows every hair on our head that was made. God knows and takes care of keeping the waters from flooding. God knows how, how many birds are around every day. God knows how many humans are in this world every day. God knows who died. God knows who is alive. God knows what we're going to do. God knows what we're not going to do. God knows what we need. God knows what we want. Do you get my point here? God is our creator and he knows everything. He makes us his business to know everything. Sunday morning during Sunday services at God's Internet Church, we online church. We talked about the subject of letting God fix it, not you. Because our carnal mind is an enemy against God. And it cannot be for God. So how can we use our brain to fix something that only God can? In other words, the thought was there. We need to get out of our heads and start. Get it with our spirit and start praying and let God take care of our lives. And this is what Job is trying to do here. Say here in this poem to his friends. God knows everything. God knows what I did. God knows what I didn't do. But also the poem showed that man don't know everything. 
Animals and beasts don't know everything. They might have passed by things that they didn't see or understand. That's the same with us. And he's basically telling his friends here, you're not qualified to judge me because you don't know everything. You see a small picture. I see, but God sees everything. The middle, the beginning, and the end of my life. Just like he sees the middle, the beginning, and the end of this world. Hallelujah. God is good. And he's good all the time. God is good. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I wasn't exactly sure how this podcast was going to turn out today. But I'm glad I did what God wanted me to do. Because I even feel blessed for it. I even feel closer to God for it. Because we just learned here, God is over everything. Verse 28, I mean verse 28 of Job, I mean chapter 28 of Job, this told us, sums up the Bible and our life. God is over everything. Hallelujah. He knows the beginning and end of everything in our life. And around our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you're not saying hallelujah, you need to be checking yourself because hallelujah, God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We'll be right back after these messages for our closing remarks. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum Minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. (coughs) Excuse me. My allergies are acting up and I'm sorry that I'm coughing. I've been trying not to do it. Um, but praise the Lord. I get allergies this time of year, but God knows that too. Hallelujah. Um, we came to the end of our Bible study and our time together today on this podcast. We came to the end of the podcast. I hope that I said something here today that will spark you to be closer to God because what I've heard sparked me to be closer to God. And I want you to share this podcast with people you know. If you're listening to this podcast, I want you to share it to people you know because God's put me on this earth. And I know that to be a minister of God, a pastor. And he's put in my heart to reach people for God and to help people of God. 
So you know someone that needs to listen to this podcast. Get them to listen to it. And let them start listening to it too on their own eventually. But this book of this Bible study on the book of Job has taught me so much. It's taught me so much. And if you're now starting to listen, I encourage you to go back to episode one and all the way through to episode 23. And you know, and continue to listen. And we're going to be having some more um, po- upcoming podcasts um, with um, multiple chapters um, because they seem to go together. But that's okay. We'll get through it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. And I'm glad that He gives us the ability. And he gives us people to, under, to help us to understand his word and live for him. On that note, though, we do got to close the podcast. I like to say, love one another. Be careful out there. Stay safe through this pandemic. Do what the rules are out there for the pandemic. And please go get your vaccine, vaccine shots. And make this world back the way close as it can used to be not as the sin but part but as the living part and uh but until that we gotta do it the way god seems allowing it to happen and i say god bless you see you next time on god's internet church podcast i'm pastor ron weaver see you tomorrow about the same time and god bless you